So recently, the chair of the Democrats was on the Breakfast Club, and his name is Tom Perez. He was working with Barack Obama in his cabinet. And then you remember when they had the Democrats election, they had to see who was going to run the party. You had Keith Ellison, which the brother been around a long time, and Tom Perez. Now, Keith Ellison should have got it. But he did not. They did a lot of funny things to make sure Tom Perez won that position because they didn't want no black man running the Democratic Party, even though black people are the nucleus of the Democratic Party. Well, Tom Perez was asked, like any other person that's been coming on the Breakfast Club, about reparations. I want you to hear his response to it. And we need to have a conversation that we must really think about here. So let's roll that clip. You think about reparations. Is that a real conversation or just a hot talking point for Democrats to have this presidential election? Well, civil rights is the unfinished business of America. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to have this conversation. Uh, what it's also important to understand is what the other side is going to try to do. They're going to try to uh, twist that debate mm-hmm. uh, for their own partisan advantage. And we're not going to let it happen. So what do you think about reparations for black well, I, people I th- in America? I, I mean, I've spent my entire career... Uh, fighting to make sure that uh, the impact of discrimination uh, is over. I mean, you know, when when we do things like our our, our fair lending case, that you know, the, the countrywide was the industry bottom feeder in the height of the foreclosure crisis, and they they preyed in black and brown communities. And uh, you know, for me on on this issue, I I concluded long ago that the most important thing I can do is use authorities that I have now uh, to build an America that works for everyone. And I was, that's why I was proud to do that work. That's why, you know, I, I worked with Senator Kennedy in 1995 on the first version of what became the Shepherd Bird uh, hate crimes law. I had the privilege of being, you know, one of the original writers of the bill for Senator Kennedy. And, uh, you know, one of the sadder moments for me, or bittersweet in 2009, I was there when Obama signed the bill, but it was a few months after Senator Kenny passed. And, um, you know, that was a 14-year odyssey. And uh, So African descendants of slaves should be compensated? Well, I I think that's the conversation we need to have, and that the bill calls for uh, a a robust study. And, you know, the challenge we have in America is that, you know, issues of race are uncomfortable to discuss. And so we have a tendency... Too many people sweep it under the rug. Mm -hmm. And... uh, you know, I've been dealing with voting rights and racial justice issues and uh, gender justice issues and religious justice issues and, you know, justice for, um, you know, people from uh, the LGBTQ community um, my entire career. It's not I'm, I'm not uncomfortable at all talking about it. It's been who I am. And one of the reasons I ran for this job is I wanted to make sure that folk um, out there know that, you um, this is the DNA, not just of Tom Perez. This is the DNA of the Democratic Party. And we're going to keep fighting to, to make sure that uh, we, we have um, an America where you truly are judged by the content of your character and not any other factor. And, and we're not there yet. So once again, dancing around the question, bringing up people that has nothing to do with reparations, like LGBTQ that has nothing to do with it, so-called brown people has nothing to do with reparations. You're talking about everything else than what the question was asked. Understand something. Those of us who are pushing for reparations, 
The Democrats do not want to give reparations. Let's call that what it is. We have to understand this is a reality. Yes, the only person I've heard and I've even said and pointed out that said that they wanted to give reparations and gave a number for it was Marianne Williamson. That is the only candidate I've heard say that. The rest of the Democrats, all of them, they don't want to hear no talk about it other than a study. That's it. Bernie Sanders, as we remember, flat out said no about reparations payments. Okay? So, are we prepared as black people to take the option of sitting this election out? You see, we should press the candidates. We should ask them what they're going to do about reparations and many other issues that's going on in the black community, not just reparations payments. But if they tell you emphatically no, and the person they nominate get up there and they're one of the people that says no or one of the, well, we could study it type of people. Are you prepared to sit this election out? Now, some of you come up to me and I've had this before. Well, Phil, you know, you know, we, we, we got to pick the lesser of two evils. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I told a person on Instagram. You know, the great Dick Gregory, before he passed on, he has stated, if you know two people are evil, why would you vote for evil? He said, if you vote for evil, then wouldn't that make you evil because you know they're evil? He said, why would you do that? If you are a righteous person, you're not going to vote for anyone evil. That is sick, twisted devil logic to say, well, I need to vote for the lesser of two evils. Like you can't have a good option at all. And if there's no good option present, then you don't vote for them. The thing is, we're going to have to consider that if we do not get what we want, because the Democratic Party has to have a comeuppance about black voters. Understand, they're trying to not engage you, black voters, for one. They don't want reparations at all. They're sick and tired of hearing about reparations. You can see it in their face, the contempt a lot of them have, and how they walk away when you're talking about reparations. Then also on top of that, they're trying to get those angry Trump voters, the Trump voters that's kind of mad with Trump and they don't want to vote for him again. They're going to those folks, those folks that have that racism against you. That's what the Democrats are going after. That's not, that's the same thing they did during the time of president Clinton, when he was getting elected, the exact same people. That's how you got Joe Biden with the 94 crime bill and you got Clinton to sign it. Okay. It was courting those folks. So my thing is this, what are we going to do as a collective in our voting? What are we going to do? Are we going to keep voting these people in? See, if you vote these people in and they clearly saying they do not care about our agenda at all in our community, then you will be definitely put as a permanent underclass. You will be the great proverbial whore of the Democratic Party that they don't even have to pay. You understand? They don't have to pay you at all because they know you're going to go and give them 80% of the vote. The problem also with black folks, you're so freaking scary. I can't stand, I, I'm I like my patience for scary black folks is extremely low these days because you do everything out of fear. Oh, Donald Trump, he's a racist. Let me, let me talk about that. Every day you've been living on in this country, it's been racism. Every day. Most of you won't even meet Donald Trump other than maybe see him on TV. Let's call it what it is. 
racism was happening to you before Donald Trump. Racism going to happen to you after Donald Trump. As long as these people are in control, they're going to be racist towards you. They don't like us. They hate us. You better get that in your thick skulls. That's the problem with black folk. You go run and vote for somebody. You ran up there and voted for Doug Jones. What has Doug Jones done for the black people in Alabama? You ran up there and voted for him. Oh, I can't have that racist in there. The thing is, the Democratic Party got to have a comeuppance. They got to realize we have done black people wrong. We have not respected black people. And the reason why all this has happened, why we can never win anymore, is because black people are angry. Black people are tired. We have neglected the greatest voter block in U.S. history. No race in this country votes in a block like black Americans. And we have screwed that up. We got to teach the Democratic Party a lesson if we don't get what we want with this reparations. And among other things, they cannot win without the black vote. They're not going to win with the Hispanic vote because Hispanics don't really go with their policies like that. Hispanics is not going to be jumping on with all that abortion and all other things that they be pushing. Hispanics are a little bit more conservative. That's why they vote in the way they vote. They're not going to win going after the white vote because white, a lot of white folks don't put up with their Democrat policies either. And then really, a lot of black folks don't put up with their policies. We, we don't. But the only reason black folks vote Democrat is because the Republicans are just so openly racist that you cannot really go over there. And they're not like they're trying to clean up that party, get all that racist element out of there. We don't see that at all. So that's why black folks keep voting Democrat. But I wouldn't even say vote Democrat. I say vote our interest. And the thing is, we're not voting our interest in a lot of things. You keep seeing how he's talking about LGBTQ and they only represent 4% of the American population. And yet that group has leapfrogged over black people through the democratic party, through that first so-called black president, Barack Obama. You understand that man, every time he talked to us, he was lecturing us talking down to the black folks. But every time one of them said they came out as gay, Oh, let me call them. He, he lit up the white house with the gay flag. He never lit up the white house with no, uh, RBG flag. Did he? He didn't do that at all. So you won't have to consider this. We got one or two options with this. We could sit it out or we could do something even worse than sitting it out. A protest vote. That's another option. I think more people probably want to sit it out, but a protest vote would really make the Democrats upset. I really would say that one would, I mean, they would be so upset with a protest vote. They would be upset, but I, I don't think a lot of people can just do a protest vote because Unfortunately, politically, too many black people getting their feelings about things and they don't understand this is business. And sometimes you got to strike back and you got to strike back with no emotion. And we are so caught up on Donald Trump's racism or the craziness Donald Trump's doing. I'm liking the things Donald Trump is doing because he is unraveling the whole system. He's making them look crazy before the world. He's destroying the laws. He's tearing up everything they ever said, but their system is being destroyed with Donald Trump. And that's why they want to get back in there so bad because they want to set this system back in place. Like Donald Trump went in there and just made a mess of their system. 
they try to send subpoenas to Donald Trump. He ain't say I ain't doing no subpoena. And nobody that, that um that I say is gonna go up there either. Presidential privilege. He he come up with all kinds of things to do, and they can't stand it. But at the same time, is they're gonna go so far against Donald Trump because He's still part of white supremacy. And they know that, listen, I know we can't stand Trump, but we can't go after him too hard because he's still part of white supremacy. Okay? So, but they want Donald Trump out of there so bad. They want him out so bad. And that's why they lean it on black people. And but see the contempt. And every time they have contempt toward us. It's going to be a podcast coming out of me, or it's going to be a video on YouTube, and I'm going to show or do a podcast, whatever, of these Democrats and what they're saying to us about what we want. We have been voting over 50-plus years for the Democratic Party, and you have to think like this, brothers and sisters. How dare they talk down to us like that and bring up other groups? We're asking about us. When the LGBTQ community talk to you about their issues, you don't say, well, the black people, you never bring up nobody else. When Hispanics talk about immigration, you don't say, well, the black people, you never bring us up in the middle of those conversations. The Jewish community talk to you about something. You don't say, well, black people, you don't bring up nobody else. But anytime it's time to talk to black people about our issues and problems, you bring up every other group, trying to attach it to what we got going on. Reparations has nothing to do with LGBTQ, brown people, Jewish people, whoever other people you want to bring up. It has nothing to do with them. That is specific to black Americans, the descendants of slaves in this country. How dare you keep trying to lash that on? And we have to take that approach too. You catch them politicians when you ask them questions about black people, cut them off in mid-sit and say, listen, uh, sir. No disrespect, but I don't care about those other groups right now. I'm talking about black Americans because when you bring, when you go talk to these other groups, you don't go talk to them about us. So I would like the same respect you give to all these other groups when we're talking to you. Stop disrespecting us like that. We have to take that approach. See, we, we can't be playing with these politicians, okay? We have to get very, very aggressive in our reparations debt collecting. We definitely have to be aggressive in the way we are speaking about our community and our issues. And we better make sure that we are prepared to have, give them the nuclear option too, because you can't just do all this talking and then you go back and then they will. I mean, I don't want Trump in there. So I'm going to have to vote for somebody, somebody, one of them, unfortunately, no, either sit it out or hell go vote for Trump. It don't matter whatever you want to do to piss them off. You can do either or I don't care. But my thing is this, we got to make a statement. And you know, when, I, when people hear me say, is he supporting Donald Trump? Oh my God. No, I don't support no Donald Trump. But my thing is we got to bring the democratic party to task. And that's the one or two ways you're going to do it. I'm saying choose a side with it. If you want to sit it out and cross your arms, cause we don't get reparations from these people. Then, Hey, sit it out. Don't do nothing. Don't vote for nobody. Or if you really want to piss them off, say, you know why I voted for Donald Trump Democrats. And, and I never voted Republican because you played with us too long. And I, I gave my vote to Trump this time. I sure did because I'm tired of you playing with us as black people. Boy, that would piss him off more than just sitting in that. Well, sitting, sitting out or voting for Trump, either way, it, it would still bother them. But if they had black people just come up talking about they voted for Trump and they say, I can't even stand Trump, but I voted for him because I'm sick of you Democrats playing games with my community. 
for years upon years upon years, all this racism, you do nothing about it. You, 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 you over cities. We still getting killed unarmed. You ain't doing crap about it. But then you talking about racism and, and, and mass incarceration and you don't do nothing about it. When it's your party, the one that brought in the mass incarceration, let's call that what it is. See black people, we got to get real, real serious about our future. My thing is our kids future. Okay. Y'all talking about some, a lot of y'all are Captain America. We, we've been here. We, this about America, America, America fight for it. Then, because a lot of you don't want to fight for it or prepare to do the things you have to do to get what you want. Other groups are willing to do whatever it takes to get what they want politically and gain power. You want to have a conversation about the lesser of two evils. That shouldn't even be in your lexicon about the lesser of two evils. No, either I get what I want or else. Or else I sit this election out. Or else I'm going to go vote for Trump and go tell you why I voted for Trump. That's the or else. You gonna give us our reparations, and no matter who get in there, we still gonna press them for reparations too. It don't matter if y'all don't get in there. Okay, if Trump in there, we still gonna talk about reparations. It's not going away because Trump get in again, or if he's not, he's voted out. That's not going away no time soon. That energy is here already for it, and that energy is right. And as more and more things come out of how we have been treating this country, more and more videos of the past and and justification of why we should be getting reparations. No, you got to answer for that. See, I'm not kind of black person. I'm about that action. I ain't for talking. I do a lot of talking, but I love to talk and then act. But unfortunately, some of my brothers and sisters, as I stated before, are so scary minded. So scary. You act like Donald Trump getting office again. Oh my God. You're going to start being lynched on the trees. These people still lynching. You look at Donye Jones and all other stories I've covered. Some of them was after Trump. Some of them was before Trump. These lynches ain't stopped just because that man got in office. It ain't going to be stopping any other time soon. But the fact is, as black people, are you prepared to take the option of sitting it out or even going vote for Trump just to piss off the Democrats? It's up to you. My thing is, I'm tired of the Democratic Party playing games with black Americans, with black voters. OK, they playing too many games. We don't have no contract with the Democrats. We don't have no pledge of allegiance to those people. So since that is the case, they supposed to pander for us like Donald Trump panders for his base. See, I give Trump that. He's going to do everything he can to please his base. The Democrats understand that we are a big majority of their base, and they do not pander to us at all. You don't even have a lot of black candidates running. How is it that you have this whole 19, 20-some-odd people running, and it's hardly any black candidates running? I don't even consider Kamala Harris. She ain't no black woman. What I mean by a black woman, I'm talking about a black woman in the mind. That's another Barack Obama, okay? She was raised with her Indian mother. If anything, she got an Indian upbringing. Cory Booker, yes, I know. I've seen his parents. His parents are black. Both of them are, but they're not black in the sense of where me and a lot of you come from, okay? He grew up in a more so white, affluent suburb. I heard his story. His dad had a great job. So his, mind, his mindset is still in a lot of instances, white. 
No, yes, he's talking about a study HR 40. No, we're talking about payments. Court book ain't talking about no payments. You're talking about a study. Now, I will give that Coleman Cruz Hughes actually something that he said that I had to agree with. He said that reparations has been the most studied thing in history. Now, that's the only thing I do agree with him on out of everything he ever said. Okay? We need to get serious about checking the Democratic Party. It's time. We must do it for our ancestors. We must do it for the generations before us that believed in the Democratic Party and they failed them. You understand? Believed in them and they still wrote that 94 crime bill to put many black people in prison who were considered sick, who had an illness. But they don't have no crime bill at all for all these Caucasian opioid users, do they? Where's the crime bill for that? See, they're not going to lock their people up. They're going to provide places for them to use. They're going to make police officers walk around with Narcan. They're going to do everything they can to help their people. And yet we sit back and watch them do this and say nothing. But we were criminalized when we were on crack cocaine. Every night on the news, we were criminalized before the world. That's why people in other parts of the world look at black Americans like, eh, I don't know about them black Americans. Never met us a day in their life because this entity of the news and a lot of these news are Democrat left wing news that has trashed the image of black people. Fox News didn't come into play till much later. Okay. We have to check the Democratic Party once and for all. And this election is the perfect time to check the Democratic Party. If the Democratic Party realize that we're going to lose the black vote, we better start doing something about this. Let them realize it after the fact. All these BS answers about reparations is not going to make it. I'm not voting for you unless you make a open promise and on your website and how much money you're going to pay in reparations. And the only one I saw do that was Marianne Williamson. If Marianne Williamson at this point, if she's not the democratic nominee, I'm not voting for now. One of them, at least at this point, not unless I get pissed off and say, forget it. I go vote for Trump, but I think I'm also the one that may, I don't know what do I do. But I definitely wouldn't vote for now one of them because all all of them outside Marion Williamson is not talking about paying an actual number in reparations. Look, you can come up with a number and we can work on that number, but at least the woman wants to pay. I give her that much. So if she's not the Democratic nominee, I'm telling you right now, everything I'm seeing, I'm not voting for none of them. I don't care what Trump do. I don't care if Trump will start a war with Iran. I don't care because I understand that I'm not going to let the Democratic Party just do whatever they want, at least not to me. Now, if you let them do it to you, that's different. But, and I don't understand at the same time, if we understand talking about reparations, why more of us aren't talking about Marianne Williamson just because she's the only one that actually made a promise of that. I interviewed her. If you didn't see it, just go type in Marianne Williamson on my channel and you should be able to find the interview. And I asked her about reparations. She didn't dodge the question. She didn't say, well, it's about a study. No, she said that she want to pay reparations. 
So I had to give her that. She at least answered the question straight up. The rest of them don't never want to ask. They want to run from the question. But we have to think about this. We got to be respected. We got to stop letting these Democrats play with us. And y'all keep on running up on the Democrats and asking what they're going to do about them reparations. Because it's time. It's time you do something about it. The day of you having the black vote comfortably, them days are gone. We will make sure to, to tell our community and sound the alarm that you're no different than any other white supremacists out there. You want to say the Republicans are white supremacists? You just a white supremacist too. As a matter of fact, you worse than them because at least they're honest about what they got going on. You want to lie and act like you want to include black people, but then you want to push black people to the ground. You don't want black people to have nothing. Forget that. The day of reckoning for the Democrats has come. Leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.